Welcome to the FreeStepDodge.com Dead or Alive podcast. This is your host, Grapefruit Man. Uh, back with us are our regulars, uh, Matt and Hubs. Yo. Uh, how's everyone doing? I've been busy, man. That's why it's been taking us so long to get this podcast episode done. I'm playing the yeah, greatest game but... ever. That's being a dad. Best achievements ever, Aww. too. Suck at Xbox. Aww. So cute. I, I thought that was going to be a Portal 2 plug, but I guess not. Great. I mean, I know I've been trying to get a hold of Grape here, but he's been too busy playing Portal 2. Yeah, I finally beat the single player. So, <laughs> we were supposed to record last week, but I got distracted. Portal. I, so, yeah. What was it like just uh, coming back from Portal and seeing like my 30 instant messages to you asking, where the hell are you and you know what are Actually, you doing? I didn't want to suggest recording another podcast because I figured you were pissed at me. <laughs> so, so I'm glad you brought it up. And <laughs> this is the only time this week I can really do it. I'm not giving up on another date for for this shit. Yeah, <laughs> I told you not to, but whatever. Anyway, uh, DOA, how's that going? Well, you know, you got the DOA dimensions. They uh, finally finally gave us a release date, which was. Uh, May 24th. May 24th for the U.S. build? Yes. And, and two days earlier, May 22nd for the Japanese build, I believe. And oh, like that's... another day or two earlier in Europe. Well, for once, Europe actually gets like it before America? Yeah, they're getting it like the Friday, and we're getting it the Tuesday afterwards. What the hell? I mean, I know that there's like all those Nintendo releases like on Sundays to make sure they got like a clean... Like purchase that's, of everything. That's generally in the U.S., um, but since this isn't launching like it was supposed to, it's going. It's usually in the the regular Tuesday release schedule that everyone does. Mm-hmm. Which means I get release date delivery with Amazon. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, awesome. Amazon.com, not the proud sponsors of the FreeStepDodge.com podcast. Yeah, I'll still plug them. Yeah, we, awesome. we should definitely talk to them about by getting us a sponsor, you know. <laughs> oh yeah. So uh, you know, well, with that news, they also announced that because of the delay for the for the release date, they also delayed the uh, the downloadable content. I didn't obviously. I didn't hear much about the downloadable content though. I mean, what exactly is that? It's just a costume a day for however many days, thirty or something days, I believe. Sorry, Nothing. Uh, it's just cosmetic. Yeah, they're they're free little costumes, and they haven't really specified whether or not there's going to be a certain amount of space reserved on the DS or the 3DS for all the costumes, or if some of the costumes are going to get deleted when you download a new one. They haven't specified that yet. I think. I mean, they're due out for. Uh, let me see here. I'm trying to remember what what the how many there were. Um. I want to say it was 30, but I, d- I can't recall, honestly. Um, but 34, they, they had, 34 they, free costumes were released through the spot pass, one per day. And then at the end of it all, they'll release all of them on a two-day schedule. Two or three-day schedule. Three-day schedule. Yeah, um, I think I think what, I think the game's coming out with you, with have, allowing you to have the ability to have two costumes, I guess primary and backup. And they're giving you a third costume to this downloadable content schedule deal. Now, I mean, which is definitely something new. And I think they're, they said they are going to make it free though, right? Um, yeah, they think so. it's just going to be free. They may consider charging after the one month has gone by in case, you know, people don't get the game right off the bat. I don't, I haven't read that anywhere, but I hope that's not true. Well, I mean, it's definitely not the worst fighting game company's uh, plans for releasing costumes that I've heard of. <laughs> Capcom that has unlocked keys on the disc for oh, costumes mean, on the disc. Yeah, I don't know. Like the whole fact that, like, I think Blaze Blue, like, the Axis people, like, I, I love, I love their games. I love how they put a lot of effort into them. But then, like, to charge like ten dollars for like an unlock for the boss that you can do in the game, anyways, that just yeah, that was that's just a horrible business plan right there. Yeah, that I mean that 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 generally um, it, it just feels like I, you're, you're you're just telling the consumer yes yes we made it monotonous for you to unlock this character. 
Mm-hmm. So you can save yourself some time by. That reminds me of the uh, business plan that Electronic Arts was trying to go with uh, back on the original Xbox, saying that instead of having to play through the Madden games and unlocking all the stadiums and stuff like that, you can pay to have them unlocked for you. And like throwback jerseys and all that crap, and I, I mm-hmm. just thought it was a joke. I don't, even, I don't think they eventually. I think they eventually dropped the idea, but it's kind of uh, sad to see somebody actually picked it up <laughs> and ran with no, it. No, no, no. EA is doing it. I think with the NHL game or something. Oh, now, with, where you're doing with NHL characters. I believe so. I, I heard it on another podcast. Well, um, I mean, I'm I know really microtransactions work games. out really well with uh with companies. These days, I mean, it's easier to to get someone to plunk down one dollar here or one dollar there than it is to get them to plunk down, you know, sixty dollars in one in one swing and and pull the trigger, you know. Yeah, um, but these costumes for DOA, I believe, are free. Well, that's good. Um, you know, I mean, we have to give props to Tecmo for at least not overcharging their install base on the new. But Nintendo I bet 3DS. you, I bet you they're on the cart and it's just an unlock thing and not actual DLC. Yeah. yeah, that that's my thought process. They've had enough time to put together all these costumes, so I bet you they're on there. Yeah, they could have well, I mean, it easily had... from like DOA two U or something like that. Yeah, it's not like they have new content in mm-hmm. this game anyway. Well, I mean, some of it was the uh, I think a lot of the costumes look like definitely improved upon. I mean, you see Brad Wong's uh, new Drunken Master costume that's going to be on the on the uh, cartridge, I guess you could say. And uh, Hayate's new downloadable content one, I think they finally gave him a black ninja outfit that doesn't make him look like a pansy. <laughs> it actually looks like a ninja outfit. I actually, I like um, Jan Lee's and Ayn's new uh, outfits. He, uh, Ayn's got, got a the Rock Howard, uh, right? Bruce Lee outfit. And Ayn has some new thing, but, yeah, you know, whatever. I think that's the one with, like, the red, reddish-orange jacket, right? Yeah. Yeah, he just reminds me of Rock Howard or Terry Bogard from... Yeah, yeah, it looks like something out of Garou. Which is funny because he had that, uh, didn't he have that Rock Howard, um, uh, Dead or Alive 3, like, mod skin that someone did? Yeah, 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 that was hilarious. You, I have that on my system, it's great. <laughs> I just never liked the fact that the brown mixed with the blonde, it's like, the guy just gave up. It's like the Kakashi uh, Jan Lee outfit. But um, <laughs> now what what else came out with DOA Dimensions in this long hiatus from our last episode? I mean, um, uh, was some it PL guy ha- has a review copy, but uh, already a month, almost a month prior to the game coming out, but he hasn't really shown much. Most of it was him just setting up the game. All right, I think I saw one video of it where like he just went into story mode or something, right? Yeah, he just went through the menus and that's it. He didn't actually show any like gameplay or anything. Mm. But I mean, we all know how it's gonna play poorly. <laughs> uh, we can't say. You it know, I like. I, I still would like to try it out. You know, I know I'm 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 not expecting much personally, but I still at least give it a, a shot to try it out. And mm-hmm. by yeah. That I mean, I'll I'll let someone else buy it. One of my coworkers or hubs. When I go down to the Dead or Alive gathering, wink, in wink, about half a month. Wait, well, it comes out like a week the after Dead or, the gathering. The, the right? Dead or Alive gathering is like two weeks before uh, it comes out. Maybe we can get like a uh, a preview copy from Tecmo. <laughs> hey, we've done nothing idea. but shit on this game. Can we have a free copy? I don't know how well that'll go over. I mean, I do have a copy on order, so. Well, I don't know so, about you guys, but I'm not personally shitting on the game until it comes out. <laughs> Well, you know, like I said, like I'm only yeah. basing, I, I I haven't been enticed to buy, put my money down towards the 3ds to buy the yeah, game. Yeah, it's just, just because... basically what we've heard that hasn't been very inspiring. Like the changes that have never happened, like stuff carrying over from DOA four, pretty much it being DOA four with a three point hold system, and. It's definitely different looking at it in a video Fireballs. form than <laughs> yeah. it is to actually playing it with your hands and and seeing how the game will play out. In the final product, yeah. Um, For all we know, we might actually find some new strategies in this in this DOA game that just weren't possible in DOA four. Like maybe something more reminiscent of two or three. Who knows? Yeah, we, you know, we we don't really know until we try it out. Yeah, but I mean, uh, hopefully that's the case. But like based on what we've seen in video and uh, this interview that Perfect Legend had with um with Team Ninja, uh, I I mean I'm not too optimistic at this point. 
Yeah, no. that interview with uh, Perfect Ninja that Perfect Ninja did was uh, was a Perfect really legend. well done one. Perfect Legend, would I say? Perfect, yeah, never <laughs> mind, Perfect whatever. Legend. Uh, by Perfect, Perfect Legends, he did he did a pretty good job, but you know the overall tone from uh, the director at uh, Team Ninja was just like, yeah, we we decided to keep it the way we wanted to keep it. I mean, uh, a lot of uh, misconception was that Hayashi was answering most of those questions. I think he came in for one of the questions, and I forget the person that Perfect Legend told me was the actual re- interviewer. Or an interviewee. Uh, I was one no, of this like, wasn't it was like, like it was like the side guy. It was like the side director or assistant director for the Dead or Alive project, or something like, something like that. It was the guy who was actually answering the the questions. Mm-hmm. Um, I know no. that sure you can comments like they pretty much picked up on like wait so what we're seeing well what, what, what I mean I, from some of these comments down here in this show you can website I mean most of them were pretty much seeing the same thing was that. Uh, you know, based on what we're hearing is that the summary of the of the entire interview was, well, a lot of things went wrong with DOA 4. How have you fixed them? And their answer is, well, w- by not fixing them. Or by, yeah. we, we don't think they were an issue with DOA 4. Which basically gives me the impression that they don't know how to play their own game. I mean, keep in mind that one, Dead or Alive Dimensions is supposed to be more of a where has the DOA series gone in terms of from point A to point D. And they're trying to bring that same sense into it where, where they're trying to show you where they're at now. I mean, they, they aren't, they never said this is Dead or Alive 5 to be exact. I mean, um, they might go an entirely different direction than DOA Dimensions is when, when they turn out to be DOA 5. They might decide to go continue with whatever direction DOA Dimensions is and when they go to DOA 5. I mean, you know, we, we don't really know what the next uh, iteration is going to hold for the series and what direction uh, Hayashi and, his, and Team Ninja will be going for um, based on responses from Dead or Alive Dimensions. Um, we'll see. We pretty much have to do the wait and see method, but then we have to wait for Ninja Gaiden three to come out first. Yeah, they've they've got obviously that under their belt first. Well, that brought me. That brings me. Um, I think DID seven, uh, which is uh, being held in Dallas uh, at the Acon convention, I think it is. Yeah. Oh, they're, I forgot about this news. Yeah, this is worth mentioning. They're doing a Ninja Gaiden three playable demo. On the Xbox 360 and the PlayStation 3. Um, Whoa, this is news to me. Yeah, I they, yeah. Manny Manny posted it. Said there's going to be one set for the Xbox 360 and then one set for the three for the PS3. That's interesting. Um, but we should probably mention that Team Ninja is going to be at DID7. That being the other reason why there's a playable demo of Ninja Gaiden. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kind of uh, I don't think, I don't think the they would have sent Ninja Gaiden 3 copy to, Man, to, to Manny and been like, yeah, 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 just, just go ahead and play. We'll send one guy from Tecmo to, to look over it and you can distract him. Is, is it Hayashi himself that will actually be there? I, and I, some other reps, know, I'm assuming? I'm sure of it, but I don't know. They haven't really explained like what their role is going to be there. I mean, like we've been trying to get questions. They haven't really talked about Hayashi's role um, or Team Ninja's role at, at DID7. You know, they, for some reason, they keep wanting to hold back more and more information, waiting for more announcements, you know, as the time to book a ticket and plan a hotel cost gets less and less and more and more expensive, less and less time and more and more expensive. Um, but what is this? Uh, they say Team Ninja will be at DOA in Dallas number seven, uh, giving out special prizes to players and fans, including the... Uh, Ayane DOA X2 Venus on the Beach series figure, the Ryu Hayabusa Ninja Gaiden figure, which I believe I have and still boxed up because he would, wouldn't stay up, he just kept falling down mm. and breaking. 30 Kasumi mouse pads. That's nice. 60 breasts I... for you people. 60 <laughs> breasts. Uh, Ooh, 20 sets of four Dynasty Warriors pens from Japan. <laughs> Uh, you think, um, ten copies how, of how DOA many per, Dimension. How many uh, mouse pads per person is that? Well, I mean, it depends because up? you know, uh, depends. I mean, like they might just decide, you know, 
15 people might show up, but one guy might really want some tits. Uh, Who knows? They, yeah. they feel realistic. It feels like I'm touching a, a fake breast. Oh god, yeah. I, I'm, I'm sure. kind of shocked that they're actually going. That Team Ninja is going to a DOA tournament in the U.S. Well, I mean, you know, the DOA champions have been really stressing community interaction, and I think um they have, but then we, we've they've done been it in the past, giving us nothing back. Well, I mean, we we've done it. We've been doing a lot of out of Perfect Legends thirteen question interview than we have out of their whole trip to Japan. I know we we, we, we got did. a bunch of videos that showed us what they were eating and where they stayed. Doesn't that and count how, for anything? Well, well, we got a push up too. Well, we've we've been uh, you know, back in the in the day when when it was just the UA Central, we we've been we were pushing hard for community interaction. And Itagaki and a few of our contacts at Tecmo USA were also realizing that you really had to really push for that. And I think part of the main reason that Tecmo Japan has really been more forthcoming for it is, one, they know the state of Dead or Alive as it is right now. And and two, um, they see the the dollar signs and the, and the, and the, and the pros that, the, the, in terms of pros and cons, the, the pros that have been uh, coming out of like from Capcom and Namco's interactions with the community and the and the rebirth of Street Fighter Four into its uh, fighting game tournament world. So I think I think definitely that sort of was a wake up call that probably pushed a lot of people towards that side of uh we need to have more community interaction and you know frankly like we we've talked about you know free step dodge isn't um on the radars of a lot of their teams. I mean, when you have their community relations manager say, we don't know where to go to find you guys. And they find DOA central because we've had a history with them. You know, we'll see what happens in the future. But, um, you know, I mean, it's definitely interesting to see that, you know, Dallas, Texas, uh, what day is it? I, I'm looking through the page, but I just see a bunch of YouTube links everywhere. It's, uh, um, June 10th, June to, 10th the 12th. to the 12th. Yeah. um, with a $500 minimum pot prize for DOA 4, and DOA D Dimensions already has its banned characters. Yeah, and the boss characters that have yet to be tested. Uh, well, they look like they're damaging. That, that, that's funny. Yeah, in, if I recall, in, uh... wasn't um, Tengu... If Tengu's anything like he was in DOA 4, why would you ban him? If but but Genra and Genra doesn't have holds. I'm sure they've given to him now, but I mean Yeah. Uh But have you guys seen the video of uh Genra, Alpha and um I haven't seen any Zoom? Alpha. I have seen I saw Genra. Alpha. There was an Alpha and a Hayate fight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um I I don't know. Uh Genra has uh lightning and his like lightsaber. Um, I don't know how that works. Yeah. And oh, um, in Perfect Legends interview, um, Team Ninja mentions that Raido has an offensive hold that does a hundred damage, and Genra has a combo that exceeds one fifty out uh, of the two hundred and forty normal life. Yeah, normal life's two forty, so that's three fourths of someone's life. I'm sure yeah. that's high counter, obviously. Or three fifths. It might be high counter. I mean, that just that's bad. just ridiculously high. I, I'm assuming that it could also affect danger zones and stuff because the way that they were playing that off is that like, oh yeah, this is the potential damage this player can do. Um, definitely, uh, it, it's it's definitely one thing to to to, to look for, look forward to. Again, it's going to be one of those things where you're going to have to play with your hands, you know, just to, uh, you know, test it out, you know, in person and and not base it off of videos or or uh, screenshots or or even interviews. You know, because everything could be changed up to the last minute. Well, what else is going on at, at DID Seven? I mean, we got a, uh, they got the uh, oh Monty Ohm, yeah, they they're gonna bring Monty Monty Ohm for uh his the, the I guess you could say the creator or or animator of Dead Fantasy One. Uh, Monty Ohm was the guy who animated the Dead Fantasy series, where it was this these small s sample videos of basically what if the DOA characters were fighting against the Final Fantasy characters. Okay. And All he's right. also I, a guy I who did like some those. Samus. He also did like some Halo and Samus team up 
Vin. Okay, I remember that one better. Yeah, he same guy. Okay. Yeah, it's the same guy. I mean, he, I think he he went on record stating that no actual animator would use the animation tools he uses, but it's because he's not actually doesn't know how to use actual animation tools, and it's some just some third party like animation or something. Hmm. Um, and then I think because Team Ninja's uh, using what he has. Is he going to be playing, or just... I don't think he even plays. Me. I think he just likes the characters and animates. And, okay. You know, I mean, hey, I mean, if he plays, props to him. It'd be nice to see someone actually play the game. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not really looking forward to Ninja Gaiden 3. and Not that it's going to be a bad game. It's just I've never been really much of a Ninja Gaiden action fan. I don't know. I, I like uh, Ninja Gaiden 2. Um, so, I mean, I'd much rather have UA5. But, you know, Ninja Gaiden is more Hayashi's baby than DOA. Mm-hmm. So, of course, I, I think we're going to see a lot more Ninja Gaiden stuff. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it'll be a great game. Just, it's not my Cup forte. Yeah, well, I just... we can always, well, Hayashi, I mean, all he's really done in terms of Ninja Gaiden was port 1 and 2 to the uh, the PS3. That's all he's really done. Um, well, I one said he was the programming the of the AI for the... What's that? Yeah, he, he always did the AI. He was the AI programmer, which is one of the things that everyone went gaga over for yeah, the first two. Yeah, but he was two, never was really the... a director for the games. Um, but he well, is I mean, the director. That... He is the director and lead programmer, I believe, for Ninja Gaiden Three. So we'll definitely get to see what he is truly made out of if when uh, Ninja Gaiden Three comes out. Didn't he do Dragon yeah. Sword as well? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I know yeah, that the DS game. He was the, he was a director. He was like a co-director or. Uh, assistant director in Dead or, in Dead or Alive 3. I know I, I saw his name on the um, credits list. Yeah, someone needs to explain to him that that's the game he should be Well, that's funny because like, facing. he even said like in one interview that like, you know, uh, I wanted to return to DOA 3 because that was something that holds a special place in my heart because it was like the first one that he did or something like that. The first game he worked on Tecmo with or something. I read that as well. Um... But yeah, I mean, how uh, things have ch- how things have changed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, we haven't really seen Hayashi break off on his own yet to really see what the guy is capable of in terms of directing the new Team Ninja. Uh, I hope for the best, and that's pretty much all we got there. <laughs> I mean, the, the Ninja Guy in Three looks promising. You got Ryu with the mask, and he's taking it off. And they're, they're, they said they're redoing all the assets or something for uh, Ninja Gaiden 3. Well, I'd hope so. It, it could be nice. Um, DID 7, where they're going to be showing Ninja Gaiden 3 off, is, you said June 10th through the 12th? When is E3? It should be, be in July, July I believe. I thought E3 is in June. Really? I thought they pushed it to the to, uh, beginning of July now. I heard they pushed it back, but if not, uh, I thought Nintendo said that they're going to make the announcement. They're going to make the announcement of their new console in E3 of June. That's what I just read. Yeah, today. the so-called Wii 2 HD or whatever. The yeah, I'm okay. not even following. I'm not even following. E3 is June 7th. Called. E3 is when? June 7th through the 9th. So, the so week they'll before. be showing it off there first, obviously, and then. I was wondering why uh, Ninja Gaiden 3 was being played at DID first. I thought. I, I was I was thinking that DID came before E3, and I'm like, why are they showing it off at DID instead of E3? That that you know, this you makes know. a lot more sense. Hayashi yeah, and the Team week Ninja after. are going to be in the states for E3 anyway, so then they're hopping over to DID right after. Probably stay for an extra week or something. Yeah, that makes a lot of mm-hmm. sense. Um, okay. That, yeah, that definitely makes a lot more sense when I put into perspective what the E3 timeline is. Uh. I'm trying to see here about the information about Ninja Gaiden 3. Uh, yeah, there will be two stations there, one on PS3 and the other on Xbox 360. So there's there's your multi-platform news. I think that's going to be the first game that Team Ninja has ever done that's multi-platform on release day. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, obviously, there's an audience on the 360, thanks to Itagaki like, pushing the 360 and just the Xbox brand in general. But Hayashi has always been uh, more PlayStation-oriented. So he's kind of Developer, forced, I yeah. think, to go multiplayer. Yeah, wasn't it Hayashi that convinced Itagaki to release DOA 2 Hardcore on the PS2? 
I don't. I don't believe think so. so. No, that was no, that Itagaki. Yeah, Itagaki went went on record as saying that uh, he he took the he took the idea because PS2 was coming out, so Tecmo wanted to get a launch title out, and they said, "Hey, we got this great game that are live too," and told the producer, "Hey, can you get it to work on the PS2?" And I believe, if I remember correctly, he had six months to port it to the PlayStation 2, and the PlayStation 2 was always known for its Pain terribly programming. Diff- yeah, terribly difficult pro- programming. I mean, I wouldn't say it was bad programming. I just said it's terribly difficult to program for. It was going against a lot of conventions people were using at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and he barely made it out the door. And if I remember correctly, Itagaki stated he actually was thinking about giving up game development at that point um, because of that one project. Wow. Uh, because it, it put him to such a stress level that he just felt like giving it up. And it, 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 it crunch time can get insane, especially if you have six months. I mean, Fallout New Vegas had one year, and look at what that what that did. Yeah, that um, game was broke up, still, broke no on its way out the door. Yeah, and so uh, Itagaki says then he he was watching the movie Armageddon because Armageddon had come out at the time with uh, Bruce Willis, mm-hmm. and you know. He, watching that movie reminded him that there's people out there with a lot worse jobs than being a game developer. And so he got the second wind. And that's also why in every one of the Dead or Alive games to succeed after that, Aerosmith was the theme song. Was because it would remind him of Armageddon and help him push through the development cycle of getting a fighting game done. Okay. Well, that that would explain why his he has a huge love for Aerosmith. Then that's why Aerosmith wasn't on Ninja Gaiden as well. Yeah, <laughs> because it was a Dead or Alive thing where he was just trying to get through the Dead or Alive fighting game thing. And mm-hmm. I really want to make a poor, uh, stress causing acne joke in regards to Itagaki. <laughs> but yeah, no, no, yeah. I thought that I mean, was funny. So it, it was mean. I know. <laughs> you tried. I mean, it's just everyone's been used to hearing the oatmeal cookie jokes from Shogun. I, I love the oatmeal cookie jokes. <laughs> <laughs> which one of these is an oatmeal cookie, and which one of these is is Tomonobu Itagaki? <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, uh, enough uh, bashing Itagaki. Uh, he still has yeah, a column shit. in uh, Famitsu. Um, it used to be the Team Ninja thing every month or whatever. But now was it the Valhalla Knights? Yeah, now it's his new studio. Uh, they have a monthly feature in there. Yeah, speaking of Valhalla Studios, are they even close to completing their first game? Probably not. I've, you know yeah, what? We'll probably be seeing a lot of it World at War this E3. Game. What's that? That's possible. I said we'll probably be seeing it uh, at this E3. It wasn't ready for last E3. We got a trailer, but we'll probably definitely, definitely be seeing play. some Oh, there was a trailer, huh? That would definitely be interesting to see is the whole Ninja Gaiden versus uh, the Valhalla Knights new yeah, um, first project. Yeah, going toe-to-toe, who has the better action game. That would be really interesting, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, definitely from what they showed us in the trailer of Valhalla Knights, it was it was going to be like a Gears of War over-the-shoulder camera action slash melee shooter thing. Yeah, it, I mean, it from looked what, like the one trailer they released. guns. But it was a cinematic <laughs> trailer. And yeah, that, that's one... Yeah, go ahead. So in other words, it's going to be Blood Rain. I, I wouldn't... That that tarnishes the name of the Valhalla Knights, dude. Well, that's the closest <laughs> thing I can think of. If you've played Blood Rain 2, it's like Ninja Gaiden, uh, but with guns. And a hot vampire Ninja Gaiden's check. actually good. <laughs> what? But Ninja Gaiden's actually good. Well, actually, I hate the burst of bubble, but Blood Rain 2 I thought was pretty damn good as well. Not the first one, and- but the second one was damn good. And and now we know uh, Hubs's low level of tolerance to games. No. Uh, anyways, so trust me, I, I I've played games that you like that I think are utter crap. But yeah, keep going. Shaq Fu was amazing, sir. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I won't dispute. Mister, Mister, I've had tournaments running that game. I had a tournament, and it was a joke. <laughs> and people paid because they know a real fighting game when they see it. Exactly. Well, why didn't you play, sir, if you loved it so much? <laughs> because I was busy running the other gaming tournament. I was sitting alone in a Dead or Alive area where no one else would show up. Oh, sorry to be you. <laughs> it's not my fault you assigned me to that damn desk. 
<laughs> Either way, um, I didn't assign you. You could have left at any time. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> back to the topic at hand. How? What was it? It was we were talking about Itagaki having his own column, and then yeah, I, I lost track. Valhalla versus Team Ninja. Let's, let's. Yeah, I mean, well, let's go back to Perfect. I think we brought up Perfect Legends interview. Yeah, it once. wasn't a live yeah. interview. He sent 13 questions off to Tecmo USA or something, and they forwarded on. Eventually, he got a response. So it wasn't, yeah, no, they I weren't there face-to-face talking, obviously. He did say that he sent another back, like uh, response questions back to them. And he'll let us know when that when that comes out. So I guess we should keep checking Shoryuken. Yeah. That's probably where it'll go up again. I mean, it was a great interview. He basically pressed all the questions that the 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 quote unquote pros should have when they went to Japan. Or they may, or they may have, and they said that, well, you know, it's behind closed doors, so we can't we can't release that information to you. Uh, I'm surprised that, and I like this this question that's where a he talked. Bad excuse. I'm sorry. Where Perfect Legend um brought up the. The uh, tier list like to uh, to 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 the director, and he was like, "Wow, you'd be surprised to know that's not Japan's tier list." What was the question? What, what, what? It says, "So far, who do you feel are the strongest characters gameplay-wise in DOA Dimensions?" Uh, and then he lists in DOA four, Helena, Genfu, Ryu Hayabusa, and Spartan ruled supreme. In Dead or Alive three, it was all about Hayate, Janli, Bass, Genfu, and Ryu Hayabusa. In Dead or Alive 2, Genfu, Jan Lee, Kasumi, Ryu, Hayabusa, and Ayane. And I can probably t- toss it in there that in DOA 1, you had uh, uh, Jan Lee, Hayabusa, and yeah, that's, that's pretty much... I'm, I'm sorry, it was probably Jan Lee, Bayman, and maybe Hayabusa. Um, but yeah, there we go. So there's there's the American tier list. And he basically says says who the easy characters are. Um, also, the characters that you mentioned are completely opposite to those that Japanese players are stating. So I think this would be a really interesting matchup. So the Japanese don't know how to play games, period, or what? <laughs> I, you know, from what I, I don't remember, have a clue what they're doing. They, I knew they said that DOA 2, U, and I think DOA 3, they felt Helena has always been top tier in that game engine, mainly just because of her Bokuho. I think they just like all the Japanese characters. Well, I mean, the problem is that most of the American players' tier lists are Japanese characters. Yeah, that's true. Well, I do notice one consistency. There's Ryu Hayabusa in the top tier for all three. He'll probably be top in, in Dimensions as well. Of course he's going to be top. He's got a fireball now. Well, in DOA4's engine, he, he was definitely a great character. I mean, you had a character who had actual safe attacks... And mix-ups into the safe attacks that are also high crushes, mid crushes, and lo- you know, and low crushes. You, you jump over attacks. Up forward kick's always been a low crush. Um, you know, down forward punch and kick. Uh, down forward punch and kick string mix, uh, fake out with the kick follow up, which ground, ground bounces into a juggle or back dash out of it to uh, get space because you won't be punished due to the due due to the um, fear from the kick. The fast kick follow up, the up kick poke that launches. So we already I mean, got yeah. Ninja Gaiden three, is what you're saying? Yeah, I mean, you know that that just always makes me wonder. Is like DOA if you ever look at Ninja Gaiden, like Ninja Gaiden, like the move list that gives Ryu, like the, it actually is a pretty damn good like you know move list for a character with all these different weapons. You know, I'm wondering when is Team Ninja going to go ahead and make a damn weapons based fighting game? Because they damn sure know how to do. Uh, a fighting move list in, in Ninja Gaiden with all its weapons-based fighter, and it would be nice to have a com- competitor for a weapons-based fighter against uh, Soul Calibur. Against Soul Calibur, you know, I would definitely be, be intrigued in asking them that. At, at the idea is like, have they ever thought of splitting the DOA franchise into uh, a weapons-based type fighter as well? Also, bringing some more characters to catch up with the other fighting game fans. One of the um whatchamacallit, Master asked uh, all the communities for questions to pose at DID, and one mm-hmm. of the questions I asked was, um, 
some characters like Zack and uh, Bass were obviously uh, based on 90s pop uh, icons. I was wondering if they have any plans for new characters based on any current pop figures. And um, so we'll see if they have any kind of response. I just I just thought of that when you said. I thought characters. it was a good question to be truthfully honest, because I mean every character in that almost every character in that game had some major influence from some pop icon in some media of some form. I mean you have the wrestlers, you got the uh, the mercenaries based on you know action heroes in the United States from like you know WrestleMania from wrestling to you know our action eighties action flicks. And then, of course, you got, you know, the, the Japanese schoolgirls based on the Japanese schoolgirls. The Japanese pop culture. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, the current trend with most of the uh, Japanese fighting games is to have a, a fat American who is really fast and quick. Yeah, so that was Tekken and uh, Street Fighter. Well, that, that's those. the new fad right now. I mean, they have Bob, they have Rufus, um... But they kind of yeah. had the, you know... Who the are they basing that on? I think it's just the matter of fact they like fat Americans. Yeah, they probably <laughs> just think most Americans are fat, and but have amazing agility, I guess. They watch a whole lot of <laughs> bio-pro wrestling, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I honestly think it's just the fact that they're like, we want a fat guy in the thing, and he's deceptive by, he's actually fast, you just expect him to be slow. Mm. I mean, it's, nothing is realistic about the characters at all when you have like I think it was Bob's like background is that he was like a martial arts champion, but he wanted a challenge, so he got himself fat or something like that. Uh, yeah, I don't, Bob's I don't follow story was that uh, he fought somebody, but he didn't have the proper balance. I mean, he had the training, but he had, didn't have the proper balance, so he went off to hone his skills and to find the perfect <laughs> form to compete. And he came back like three years later, and he was this giant creature. I love Tekken. I know. I mean, they're, they're just, the just listening to the, the stories. Fighting game. You remember uh, JOP's Jops um, stories about how Heiachi Mishima was trained by the Almighty Hulk Hogan? No, <laughs> no, I don't remember that. I find that funny. Though. Oh, those are great. You should look them up sometime. I will. I want to spoil this podcast with the fun that you might have. Um. Right now, yeah. So, I mean, we got this whole uh, Dead or Alive Dimensions coming out soon. Was it two weeks after the Philly Gathering? Yeah, two weeks after the Philly Gathering. Grape, are you coming? Grapefruit Man. Me? Uh... Yes, you would be the guest of honor, of course. <laughs> uh, it's still up in the air. Oh, wait, wait. When is the... Mid-May. Uh, May thirteen, May fourteenth, and wait, ah, now I gotta check the calendar again. It is May thirteenth and fourteenth, a Friday and Saturday. Okay, that's bad for me. And I actually do have a good reason, but I, I'm not want it's personal, so okay. I'm not gonna mention it here. No, we understand. I, I know a few people who can't make it because you know of personal reasons, and we'll never get into those. Well, we got the uh, Soul Caliber guys apparently are coming down to try out Dead or Alive three. Yeah, okay. the the guys that hung out with us in our room, so we got at least three people there. We might actually have some local Philly DOA players come out of retirement, like maybe Master Gamer, uh, or you might have you might remember him as Alpha Omega in the DOA Central forums. I don't, but yeah, it sounds familiar. Um, we will we'll have avatar. we'll get K Chan to come out of retirement. Um, Ninja CW is <laughs> going to be coming up. I used to come out of retirement. Really, she's just going to show up and like be like, "Hey, you guys want to go get some pizza?" Yeah, that, that's well, pretty much. Why what are she you does. hating on pizza? Isn't that what she did the last two times she came to uh the my tournaments? She's like, "Hey, let's go out and get some food." Yeah. How is she so skinny? <laughs> I, I she came know. here for um, a bit of winter we'll once, it... and I I picked her up from the airport, and she was like, "Stick thin." How's she always getting food? Oh, I was at the gym for two hours no. today, so I'm kind of bitter. Well, Virtual Pie is supposed to be coming down to the event as well, I believe. Yeah, he says he's coming down via the bus. Yeah, Greyhound bus, $16. Wow, not bad. Yeah, he was like, yeah, uh, I, I can do it for 16 And then he's also trying to make it to DID7 as well. He would be our only representative there from Free Step Dodge, sadly. I might. I, I'm still looking into it for myself. I would des- I def- definitely like to go, but if you can't, Matt, you know what questions I want to ask, right? Why do you hate DOA fans? 
why, why, why do you hate Philadelphia? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is he saying the fact that you've been running a three dead or alive events a for year the past for the five past five years? years. Three, three a year for the past five years, and they're going to DID seven because that's where the DOA champion is, mm. or one of the, one of the three DOA champions. I don't know which one's the claims the most current. Um, yeah, Perfect Legend, Black Mamba, and oh, Big you know, Maddie's going to claim he's the he. Well, well they're all Mamba I mean, has probably the most recent legitimate win at uh, the WCG Fighter Club. I know that recently, though, all three of them have said that they're the DOA World Champion. Well, again, Mambo so, also won it at the WCG what, uh, World Champions, too, did he not? I don't remember. I don't remember. I didn't, I didn't well, follow the DOA for yeah. tournament placing. Let's just put it this way. I think Mamba doesn't get the respect he deserves, so I'm willing to say, yeah, he's the DOA World Champion. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I can't comment on who is or is not, but I can just say that I last I remember all three of them were saying that they were the world champion at the same exact time. But at the same time, they all probably back their stance up one way. Well, they've gone back and forth between the three of them, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but then, so for the for the Philly, Philly gathering, we got um got coming up uh, DOA Dimensions coming up right after that. Then E3 apparently, and then. Uh, is it the same week as E3 as DID7? Yeah, same week. Okay, that that definitely makes more sense as to why Team Ninja will be in the house. I have to say that's a pretty dumb idea to have a convention right after a the the biggest game trade show of all time. Well, you have to remember that Acon is an anime convention first. And oh, it's an anime convention. I thought it was like yeah, a universal no, convention for like you know a, gaming. Uh, it's an anime. Manga well, it has a gaming stuff. area and stuff, but in, being an anime convention, it focuses on anime and manga, and it has a. Well, gee, no wonder DOA is such a big head there. Yeah, it's that's why they, they deal with Acon. It's the closest thing to a 3D anime fighter we have. I guess. Uh, I know that Skull Calibur has really taken the lead in terms of fan service. But that's not the saying that it's more anime. Um, yeah, so we got that coming up. I think uh, PL should be hopefully getting a response, if if ever, um, to his follow-up questions to DID or uh, sorry, DOA Dimensions. And uh, I don't know what we have up for the next event. I think we're still we might be putting Perfect Legend back up for this next next uh, episode. I know we gotta talk to him about it, and possibly uh, Emmanuel Master Rodriguez. I don't know. We might get them together, have some fun, fireworks. We'll see what goes. Um, I think we can call that a wrap then tonight. Yep, I guess we can. Alrighty, great. That was the UA podcast. Uh, thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll see you maybe next month. I don't know. We'll see. Well, it depends on how long Great wants to keep playing for.
I have to do the co-op still. Oh, he, he's trying to lure you into the co-op. Look out. It costs money. I don't have money. Yeah. Um, so. I'm getting like three free copies of Brink, and they're all for me. <laughs> what are you going to do with three bastard. copies? Well, they're giving me the press copy, uh, the Xbox 360 version of it. Like They're letting us play with the press. Uh-huh. And, um, yeah, they, 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 uh, we'll be able to play, play, on, play with them on it, and then I'm allowed to keep it afterwards, and then I'll get my free PC copy. And then I'll get a second PC copy for a friend of mine. Uh, but yeah, it's, look, it's looking really fun. Really Is it? Fun. I, I saw some old videos before, and uh, it seemed interesting, but I haven't really been following it. Yeah, it's a, it's a great first-person shooter. Um, doing a lot of things that a lot of other first-person shooters haven't done while trying to keep uh, the first-person shooter feel. When's that come out? It's soon, I'm assuming. Uh, I think we just pushed it up May 10th. May 10th. Okay. Good. Um, yeah, you got to compete they, uh, with Nuke Nukem forever. Well, it was either that or L.A. Noir. And mm, one oh one, yeah, one of those Noir. one of those that two is so actually going to sell. Duke Nukem, I don't see selling. I'm sorry, it's just not I personal. Do. I do. It yeah, might not be I'm, the greatest selling. It's well of past all time, the time. It's, it's well past. The time. I think people are going to buy it just on nostalgia. Nostalgia, yeah, but I don't think there's the that many people alone. left for nostalgia for Duke Nukem. Or boobs. I really like my personal opinion is that Duke Nukem represented an age, an era of like the you know the, the late '80s, '90s action flicks. And those aren't really around nowadays. You know, it doesn't really have much to to parody off of. No, that's because we got people like Christian Bale and Adrian Brody as our, you know, heroes. Our next action heroes. Like I said. Oh, and the Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He's probably the closest thing we got to an 80s-like action hero. Yeah, but like I, like I said, Duke Nukem just doesn't feel like he really applies to today's culture. And because of that, I don't see it. I see it being bombing. Like I'm not even interested in it at all. Like, okay, right um, now on the, Amazon, uh, for pre-orders for three weeks for the Xbox 360, the first is La Noir, second is Brink, uh, third is Lego Pirates of the Caribbean, <laughs> and number four is Duke Nukem. <laughs> so you may be there right. You go. Pirates of the Caribbean. You you can't go wrong with Lego. <laughs> I, I mean, L.A. Noir. I haven't heard. Lego. I haven't heard anything on L.A. Noir, but I hear everyone saying, "Oh my God, L.A. Noir!" I'm like, what exactly is the big deal? It's just the same thing with Portal 2. As like, I don't understand the hype going on with Portal 2. Well, I played the, the first one. The thing with one. L.A. Noir is that it's trying to attempt a surrealism that hasn't really been done in games, with exception of maybe uh, what was that PS3 game that came out last year? Uh, Rain. Heavy rain. Yeah, heavy rain. It, it's got a surrealism to it, like that. Um, in in, in the once. same time, it's following like a detective story, which um, we have. I haven't really seen any good ones since. Well, pretty much. I don't know what Deja Vu on the NES. So a noir story. Yeah, it's a noir story. It's it's pretty much like it's it's all retro. It's not not on top of that, but the. Uh, the technology that they're using behind everything pretty much is like, in terms of the graphics engine, the physics engine, all that fun stuff, it, it, it just looks top-notch. It's like doing everything they can to make this the most realistic world you can possibly like pretend you're living in. And I think Rockstar may actually pull it off with what I've been seeing. It just looks really promising. From what I've, from the little I've heard about the game, if there's one company that can get that game right it would be probably rockstar games but i I expect like three days later to find 300 different bug issues people are finding oh of course that that's part of uh what makes rockstar rockstar i mean wouldn't be uh, an awesome game if you couldn't find a rocket launcher code somewhere uh you know i mean sometimes like you you just have to think that they you know i know that the qa would have already found those found those issues but um, you know, it's just fun to see like which ones were purposely left in there, like how long they were left in there. Um, they just said, okay, it's a feature. You know, the fans expect these type of bugs, and they really have a lot more fun like finding the bugs than they do actually playing the game. 
uh, like when Brink comes out, I'll, I'll, I'll if if one of the bugs I found today is uh, is still in the game, uh, I'll definitely want to share it with you guys. That's gonna be a lot of fun. It only happens on the in in game though. The um oh you know, there's the other thing too like uh so we have the uh, WWE All Stars Games Hub. Too bad we can't play. It's, it's it a lot of PSN. fun. Definitely has that WrestleMania the arcade game feel. Only doesn't have Doink the Clown or Bam Bam Bigelow, but still an All Star cast of uh, yet Michael last year's greats with uh, today's uh, potential superstars. I haven't been able to play it yet in a while because of the fact that PSN's been down. <laughs> you online, I'm actually surprised at how good the the, the, the netcode actually was. I mean, you said there was an input delay. I didn't really feel one when I was playing against you. I just meant input delay in terms of a. It's hard to judge what the input delay is, if any. So, like, you'll play one match where you might be with a random person and it feels like it's 10 frames off or f 15 frames off, and then you play another person where it's not, and so your entire reversal timings are all sorts of messed up. But, uh, yeah, definitely. We're, we shall have a uh, WWE All Stars at the next GVN. Oh, absolutely. I'll, I'll definitely run the tournament. It, it, the, the game has juggles. It's got high-flying action. It, it's just all-around awesome. I was in one online match, and, like, I do Shawn Michaels' uh, you know, rope attack with the triangle button where he kicks you and you go flying into the turnbuckle or something. Mm -hmm. And the guy I was playing was like, Oh, my God, did you see that? That was, oh, my God. Mm. Like, obviously, he thought it was like a SmackDown vs. Raw simulator-esque game and just hadn't played it was like his first time online where oh, he was geez. like what's up like they're all like someone was juggling him in the air so yeah it's uh definitely a really fun game um it's tough for Shawn michaels though as a character because he doesn't have any true combos like there's only like slight true combos and they, they say you need to play him like an acrobat but like it's not where his forte is <laughs> I can't seem to figure out how he plays well as an acrobat. Really? He's an acrobat class? I thought he'd be more of the brawler class. No, he's an acrobat class because of the uh, the flying elbow and the you know. Uh, oh, just because you have a flying body elbow size. makes you an acrobat. Come on now. Well, he's a small he's a small body size dude. Yeah, yes. Technically, Macho Man is a, is an acrobat, but like he, he has more of a brawler type brawler type feel to him. Yeah, he's like a he's like a combination of the two. Which is why like people are already saying like he's really really good and his uh his his special can like hit you while you're getting into the ring too like it can hit you in it can hit you in the ring it actually tracks too if you're standing up. Yeah, that's what I'm saying is that like if you don't time it exactly right like he can still hit you with the special as you're trying to get away. Oh yeah. So there's a lot of a lot of interesting things. I wish I could play it more, but PSN being attacked.